I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration welcome in everyone to yet another edition of the disney list we're gonna get right into the stuff in just a little bit but we gotta talk about disney trip planning in fact that's kind of our theme for today's show yes it is ways to save money we've got a big list for you in the meantime if you're in the midst of planning your next Disney World trip or Disneyland trip or cruise, no matter what it is, you know, because I know that Carnival is uh, celebrating an anniversary. Isn't they it? are celebrating 50 years. Oh, man, that's awesome. A lot of places are actually celebrating 50 years. Hard Rock Cafe. I, it's like one of our favorite places ever. Yes, I need to go get a 50-year pin. Yeah, we need to go. We'll have to go to the Hard Rock. Maybe we'll do that here in a little bit. Do that. Have to have the kiddos. Uh, we'll have to do that as a date night, and the kiddos will have to just stay with babysitter. But uh, you should really consider strongly urging you to support this show and book your next trip to Universal Disney, of course, or book your next cruise or adventures by Disney with Kristen. Kristen can save you time and money, right? And what else do they get when they they get my expertise? <laughs> of course, they do. That I mean. I help them save money, find the best deals out there. Uh, if they've got kids, I send a little uh, something in the mail, pre-trip to them. So, yeah. Where can people email you to get their free quote and have you work in bringing their next Disney dream vacation to life? At themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Imagination, huh? <laughs> Are you guys ready? Are you ready? From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Disney List. The Disney List. Disney fans Kristen Hetzel and Al John Go bring you top 10 lists from the Disney parks, films, Star Wars, Marvel, news, travel tips, and more. Now prepare yourself for the Disney List. Oh boy. And that bass beat drops. I love that. It's one of my favorite parts of that intro there. What's going on? It's Al John. Go, lifelong Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, pop culture, and theme park fan. Specifically the Disney parks. We love them. Joined by my lovely and talented co-hostess. She's got, she's an international woman of mystery. (laughs) Kristen Hetzel. Hello. Hello. Hey, Kristen. It's been a crazy week with kitties. And I mean kitties, I don't mean the little fur balls that are our fur babies, but actual babies. Yes, they have been more than a handful. It's been 
a long, exhausting week and weekend. So, but hey, you know, we had some family come over and help help me assemble the Walmart special, which is our swing set, which is great. If I was to left be left alone doing it, I'd probably still be there right now putting oh, it yeah. together because it's it's a lot of work. You would have your husband would have been broken in half probably. But uh, anyway, gang, thank you all for tuning into the show. What is our big list? Because we do this every week. We give you big lists, celebrity interviews, and so much more. We haven't done... We need to go back and get some celebrity interviews, but um, we've been having too much fun on these lists because people are booking their their vacation. So what is our theme for today? It is the top 20 ways to save money when visiting Walt Disney World. That is awesome. I love it. Nothing like some trip park hacks. And before you, uh, before we even get started, I encourage everyone, if you're listening to Source of Radio, thank you. Thank you so much. Don't forget, you can check us out at Source of Radio and the Source of Radio Network at srsounds.com. There is a link there where you can click and find out more about our show and put some tips in the old tip jar. We encourage that. You can also check out the show archive at anchor.fm forward slash the Disney list and email us. We love it when you email us at the Disney list at gmail.com, social media. All the same, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at the Disney list. And that's another great way for you to interact with us as well. We'd love to hear what you have to say and uh, perhaps maybe even make a show dedicated to a question that you would love for us to to have answered, especially when it's in the form of a list, because then uh, we'll be able to share that info with you. I think uh, maybe next time we should do one on one of my favorite attractions, which is the top 10 things you didn't know about Space Mountain. Because I love Space Mountain, don't you? <laughs> okay. That's so random, right? It is very random. Uh, we, or unless we've done that before, which we quite, quite have done that, may have done that before. Um, there's so many attractions we want to get into and so, much, so many fun ones. So, hey, why don't you just send us an email and we'll let you know. Right now, getting into this, we do have some brief Disney news. You know, I love Moon Knight. Been checking it out. What are your thoughts on the new Disney Plus show from Disney stu- uh, from Marvel Studios? Uh, Moon Knight, Kristen, did you Fair, like it? Yes, it's very interesting. Isn't Oscar I Isaac the best? What to expect? Mm-hmm. Um, so. It was, I, I just, I didn't have any expectations of it. Do you have a favorite Disney Plus series so far between everything you've seen, like WandaVision or Loki, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, you know, um, mm. uh, Hawkeye? What what have you, what have you liked so far out of all the different uh, Marvel and Star Wars one. series? Um, I would definitely say Loki, of course, is one of my top, top favorite ones. Um and I really enjoyed, um, let's see, what else did I really, really enjoy? I, I like Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye yes. was, Hawkeye to me is like my favorite, you know, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was very good as well. But, uh, and The Mandalorian season two, I think was just freaking great. It's awesome. But yeah, this is great. A more obscure character in Marvel's Moon Knight, which uh, was one of my personal favorites. I like the darker Disney stories. Um, Especially ones where uh, Moon Knight teams up with um, Blade, which I like, you know, kind of more of the magical horror aspect of it. Because Blade uh, is such a great 
you know, Vampire Hunter, you know, yeah. I can't wait to see them and Morbius kind of get together because, you know, Morbius opened this weekend. So can't wait for you and I to see that here in a little bit. But did you know that there is a little bit of an Easter egg in this uh, series that someone said, according to Nerdist, a Marvel fan went so far as to scan a QR code that popped up in the series where the character Stephen Grant, played by Oscar Isaac, works in a little museum, uh, Egyptian museum. If you scan it, when you when you watch it, you'll go and get a free Marvel comic where he first appeared in Marvel Comics, Werewolf by Night, number 32. That's How cool crazy. is that, right? It takes you to that. And I remember that uh, uh, issue. I think um, maybe that was written by Marv Wolf Wolfman, which is kind of interesting. Uh, did I say that right? Maybe. But uh, and I interviewed him because he he was an author of Luke Cage and Blade hmm. and uh, put together some Marvel Knight stuff. Um, he was a really cool guy. I think he was behind that particular one, uh, Werewolf by Night. But uh, that that uh, comic. But that's really cool. Anyway, uh, be sure to do that and uh, get your free comic that you can check out more. How about this? This is exciting for you because I know you'll be covering this on uh, Dining at Disney Podcast. There's a bunch of treats coming to Disney World for Earth Day, which is happening here later on this month as we are in April. Congratulations, another month in the in the bag. <laughs> April 22nd is Earth Day, and Disney always does some really outstanding uh, treats, especially at Animal Kingdom. You want to highlight some of the things they might be seeing? You don't have to say everything because I know you'll cover it uh, in depth on Dining at Disney this week. Yeah, one of the things that you can get is it's available over at Dawa as well as Thirsty River Bar is the Honey Bee Citrus Blonde Ale, which I think sounds quite tasty. They always sound good. I'm hoping it has like a little hint of honey to it. I'm thinking it will. Just saying. Um, I like I like this. Did you see this Honey Bee Cupcake? Yes. Oh, man, that looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really digging that. Uh, you can get that at Restaurantosaurus. And then there is another really cool drink called the Sea Turtle. You want to tell us a little bit yeah, about that? Yeah, it's frozen blueberry. Uh, not blueberry. Frozen blue <laughs> raspberry and frozen lemonade. And it's topped with a wave of blue cotton candy. I love that. It's like an icy you know, you have different colored ices in there, which is really neat. Oh, look at that flamingo cupcake. Yeah. And that's one of our favorite places to check out. Over oh, Flame Tree Barbecue. Yeah. It's a strawberry yeah. cake filled with strawberry compote, crowned with guava frosting, strawberry crisp pearls, and white chocolate wings. Yeah, and you can find that at Pizzafari as well. So just a lot of stuff for you to get into as Earth Day is right around the corner if you have to... Uh, you know, if you're able to go to the parks and sample some of these new treats, which are for a limited time only. Now, it's great that we seem to be coming on the outside or, you know, on the other side of the pandemic, for one. And it looks like the mask ban uh, for character meet and greets, etc., are being lifted at Walt Disney World. We talked about that. Yes. But they will soon be coming to Disneyland as well. Yay for Disneyland. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be, what? what's the date here? As early as April 18th. Mm-hmm. Now, Disney says, while not all locations will be available immediately, we anticipate reopening in phases throughout the spring and early summer. So that is really good news for everybody. So they can get, you know, a little bit back to normal with some interactions with the characters. That's 
part of the magic, I believe. And when we take Boo and Jack-Jack, our two babies, one and uh, boy and girl, when they go see, I want them to give Mickey a, and Minnie a really big hug and then start doing a little hot dog dance. That's what they needed. Can't wait. Can't wait. Hot dog dance. <laughs> yeah, from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I for, know. Yeah, some of our <laughs> listeners may not know, you know, the hot diggity dog dance, but that's what they do. Uh, May 6th. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness will be opening in theaters around the country and around the world and in a lot of different places. They just released a brand new trailer for it. And we have some special events coming to the El Capitan Theater. And that is thanks to our friends at Nerdist. You can be one uh, among the first to see the movie if you want to check that out. Uh, and you will have a fan event, right? At 3 p.m., guests will receive a Doctor Strange souvenir, event credential, 64 ounce popcorn El Capitan exclusive mini poster. That's fun. At 7 p.m., guests will receive a themed journal, lanyard with credentials and popcorn. As well as the mini poster. As well as the mini poster. And then at 1030, you'll receive a limited edition pen, collectible cup, character topper, uh, credentials, etc. So there's a bunch of different things you'll be able to get if you go to the El Capitan Theater, which is the de facto house of Disney. That's where they do all of their premieres there with special events and who knows who's going to show up but you got tickets you got tickets you have tickets available starting this week on wednesday april 6 at 6 a.m there at the el capitan theater website so be sure to check that out more celebrity guests announced for 2022 star wars celebration Kristen. Uh, we have covered celebration in the past. Is this not one of your favorite events that we attend? Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to attend. And, and the celebrities that are there are always very nice. Um, previously announced Star Wars personalities uh, for this year include Anthony Daniels, who was C-3PO, Ian uh, McDermott, uh, Emperor Palpatine, and Ashley Eckstein, Ahsoka Tano of the Clone Wars. Yes. So make sure you... Check out StarWars.com. Yeah. Keep up with all of that. And they just announced joining the crew is Giancarlo Esposito, who is Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian. Amazing actor. Omid um, Abanthi, Dr. Pershing from The Mandalorian. You also have Jonas Sutano. Sutanmo, who plays uh, Chewbacca in the sequel trilogy, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars uh, solo, uh, Star Wars story. And then Carrie Jones, who plays Black Chrysanthemum. Uh, from the book of Boba Fett. Daniel Logan is also going to be there. Who, uh, of course, played young Boba Fett as well as Star Wars Attack of the Clones Boba Fett uh, voiceover. So a lot of great stars from a galaxy far, far away going to be there as well. Um, so be sure you check out everyone that's going to be there. You also have a bunch of comic book uh, writers and book writers as well, including our favorite Charles Soule, who works for Marvel is going to be out there and a novelist as well. So a lot of people that are going to be there uh, for Star Wars Celebration. So once again, mark your calendars. If you haven't gotten tickets, uh, there are some limited tickets left May 26th through May 29th at the Anaheim Convention Center. Speaking of Star Wars, you're going to have to wait just a little bit longer to see Obi-Wan on Disney+. Plus. That's kind of a bummer. But the good news, when it debuts on Friday... And then we'll subsequently go back to Wednesday <laughs> for whatever reason um, that we're going to get two episodes when it drops, which is going to be great. So you're going to see Obi-Wan, of course, Ewan McGregor reprising his role with Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader. But uh, the season premiere will once again change to be on Disney Plus from um, 
originally supposed to be on Wednesday, May 24th for May the 24th be with you <laughs> to now Friday, May 27th. Here's a little bit from uh, the man you and himself who will explain everything. Hello, Star Wars fans. Thank you for all your incredible support and response to Obi-Wan Kenobi. I have some important news. Our premiere date is moving just a couple of days from Wednesday to Friday, May the 27th. But here's the exciting part. The first two episodes will premiere together. So make sure you tune in to both episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, streaming Friday, May the 27th, exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yes. I'm so excited about this show. I mean, Obi-Wan, wonderful. Well, Can I, I like you and McGregor, so... Well, that's great. I'm looking forward to that. Well, they're basically doing a movie premiere because you're going to have two episodes mm-hmm. come out at the same time. So that's pretty awesome. I love it. Kristen, you want to handle this last bit of tidbit before we get into our big list? Yes, they have been removing some of the COVID-19 measures that have been on in place uh, on the Disney Cruise Line. It's not just Disney Cruise Line. The other cruise lines are doing that as well. Things have uh, been changing for the better, less requirements of when you need to wear a mask and that kind of stuff. Um, The self-service buffets, which is exciting, have returned. So for those of you that enjoyed them, instead of having the pre-plated food brought to you, they are now back. It's very exciting. I mean, isn't that the best when you go cruising? I mean, we just saw the buffets at Palo and pictures there that have been posted. And that to me is the whole great thing about going on a cruise is the wonderful buffet that they will have where people can feel safe. They can, you know, pick off the, the, the great offerings that they have. And then of course you also have your formal dinners where, where you get plated food and everything, but that's great. I love it. And I'm looking forward to more cruise lines doing this. And I am looking forward to taking a cruise with our kiddos as soon as we can. They will have a blast there at the Disney Cruise Line. Cannot wait. I don't think we're going to be able to get them out of the kids program. Probably not. She's probably going to have a meltdown every single day. You know, we take her away from there. It's like, oh, where, where, where? Oh, yes. But that's okay. She'll be worn out because they go they go pretty long during, during the, during the uh, night. So probably pick them up after dinner. And they'll be worn and tuckered out. Yeah. Because they don't stay up very late right now, but they will be uh, doing a Disney <laughs> cruise. That's for sure. That's the whole goal, gang. Get those kids tuckered out so you and your significant other can have fun at the Disney Cruise Line. So anyway, well, thank you for that news tidbit, Kristen. We appreciate it. If you have any news stories you want us to cover on the show, be sure to hit us up on social or send us an email, and we'll be glad to cover that in an upcoming episode. Yes. It's the Disney List Top 10 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 What is awesome about this week's list is the fact that people ask us all the time Kristen, our friends, people that book with you They always ask us about ways to save money well, who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> On their trip. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that don't because they just have so much money <laughs> that, you know, to them, 
a hundred dollar bill has the value of a piece of toilet paper for them. Oh, Lord. but you know, I want to know those I, people. <laughs> well, I know some of those people, but anyway, oh, those people—they're crazy. No, they're fine. They're fine, especially no, no, their friends. When they, they get gotta, that much, when they when you get that much money and you're or you're that smart to be able to get there, a lot of times there's something not like something else is lacking. It's true. A lot of people so, who are geniuses, there is something else that they are like delayed in. It's just, it's just what happens. You know what they say? They say, what was it? What was the song? Money changes everything. Right? <laughs> what song was that? Was it was that Pet Shop Boys or Hollow Notes? I don't remember. Money changes everything. Anyway, that's neither here I mean, nor there. Elon Musk seems uh, to be a, a little on the strange side. You just think? <laughs> He is, uh, he is my example of my statement. Ah, uh, yeah. Cindy Lauper, <laughs> money changes everything. There you go. I had to do it. I had to look it up. Anyway, these are our top 20. My gosh, did Al John just say 20? Yes. Top 20 ways to save money at the Disney parks in no particular order. Okay? Okay. Okay. So what are we, what are we talking about here, Kristen? Okay. Let's start with before you go... Go out, buy your ears, your costumes, you know, all your themed kind of stuff you're going to want to have to do your Disney bounding before you go. Because once you get to the park or you buy stuff from Disney store, the price goes up. It's just, it just costs more than if you go and, for example, one place that has tons of Disney things, uh, you know, that's great for teens and those older is... Hot topic. <laughs> you know, they've got tons of cool t-shirts and things like that there that you can wear. Everything from socks and hats and jewelry and right. Or they can use our shop link for the Disney store and use our shop link and you know help this show out or use our Amazon link. So many great Amazon things. is another great place to find so stuff. So many great things. I think that if you're if you're gonna buy I think it's great when a family is able to vacation together and they have a theme, you know, they go to the magic kingdom and their theme is we're going to dress up as one of Mickey and friends, right? I'd be Donald and you would be whomever. Who would you be Kristen? If I was going to dress yeah. up? Well, at the moment, the one I can think of is snow white. Cause I have that snow white shirt. Yeah. yeah, Right. But I bought that on a previous trip. Well, anyway, you could go Disney bounding as a family, you know, Boo and Jack Jack would probably dress up as Boo and Jack Jack would be freaking amazing. <laughs> but you know, getting the ears are expensive, getting star Wars costumes. When you go to galaxy's edge is expensive. Of course, there are some costuming guidelines. Of course, you need to make sure that you adhere to, but, Let's be comfortable. Let's go bounding. Let's go as a family and just live it up because it makes for amazing family pictures whenever you get get pictures taken. So please do that. Um, there are some really cool things you can get at Etsy as well. That takes a lot of planning. So be sure to do that in advance, way in advance, because you never know when those things take time to oh, make yeah. by hand or ship to you. So as you're planning your Disney trip with Kristen, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, go ahead and do your... Uh, planning to get your lightsaber props and to get your costumes or your Marvel props. If you're going to, to Marvel um, Avengers Academy. All right. Next thing it's infamous in Orlando, especially that it will be raining. Oh yeah. And it'll rain. It'll come down super hard and it might take 15 minutes and then it's back to normal or it might take longer than that. Uh, 
but I see people going on their vacation poorly prepared, ill-prepared to deal with the rain. And something that Kristen and I always do is go and pack our ponchos in advance. And we can go to Walmart or go to Amazon and pick up ponchos for the entire family. And they're super inexpensive. But when you go to the parks, how much are they, Kristen? $15. They're 15 bucks where you can go and get a bunch of them for like, you know, five bucks. <laughs> you know? know, it's sad. I remember the the time that we had to buy them on our trip because... We'd forgotten. We, yeah. We had a brain fart. And... It was seven dollars. I remember thinking that was a lot for a bunch. <laughs> it was, you know, because not go, anymore. You, now it's fifteen dollars. Yeah, you go down to Wally World and pick one up for a couple bucks, uh-huh. and if it rips, no big whoop. You have another one. You've you've got a package of them, whatnot. But yeah, don't don't get caught at a theme park uh, in Orlando, whether it's Universal or Disney, and not have a poncho because that's like the worst thing you can spend your money on. In my opinion, is a, a, a themed uh, Disney poncho or a Universal poncho on? Yeah, because where ridiculous. else are you gonna wear it? Yeah, well, exactly. You're all, you know you're gonna be there at the park, and it's gonna get wet and ruined. And yeah, they're they're really they're decent quality for what you get, but you know by the end of the trip, you just put them in the trash and then just leave. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So anyway, there you go. Now, Kristen, you've got this one right here. Oh, yes. This is one that I do. Saving money. I bring my own water bottle to refill when you're in the park. Mm -hmm. Now, you can even go into uh, one of the restaurants and ask for a cup of water and then pour that into your bottle. Because, of course, they're not going to go and fill your bottle for you. But that's one way if you don't want to get water out of a water fountain Mm -hmm. that you can, can fill that up. But that adds up a lot because it's... What, I think it's up to, is it $5 or is something it like that? Now? It's, now? it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. really expensive for a bottle of water now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really expensive for anything, but water is just a tip of the iceberg. We're going to cover more on that later. But you know, we typically go, when we drive down to Walt Disney World or Universal, we'll, we'll pick up over at the Publix or something that close to where we're staying a case of water yeah, and we'll leave it in the car and literally we'll have some at the hotel room uh, on property or off property, wherever we're staying. And we'll just have a bunch of waters and I will backpack and pack a bunch of waters or now, you know, strollers, you just put a bunch of water in the stroller <laughs> and just keep ice at the ready. And you can always request more cups of ice from people and just, you know, from the restaurants or quick service and bam, there you go. It's in your water bottle. It is in your canteen or wherever you, you do it. And that just saves so much money. Spend money on other things like awesome food, snacks and, 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 uh, tourist stuff for the kids, but don't spend it extra on, on water. (laughs) It's emergency use only (laughs) is how I see it when you're at the Disney park. So, I mean, I've so expensive. I always bring a little, you know, container to put water in. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the way to go. You got to stay hydrated for sure. It, it it adds up if you really think about how much when it because it is so hot there. How much you drink in a day? It get, can be very expensive to buy. You know, you may be spending twenty dollars per person in w- bottled water. You know, the thing is, is that you can go to a Publix or a gas station or anywhere and spend less money on water or dollar store or wherever you're going to get a, a case yeah. of water. And it's going to save you so much money. 
This next one, Kristen's also you. So anything food related, I'm going to leave oh, to you. Oh, I only get to do food. No, okay. no, you know, you know, you can do whatever. You want me to take this? I'll take it. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. I can do this. All right. Uh, share an adult <sighs> quick service combo meal. So especially things like um, where they do the combos, where it's like ribs and chicken. You know, Flame Tree Barbecue does things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that saves you a lot of money because it's a lot of food. And if you have kids and you get anything like a burger or nuggets um, and it's the adult size, you can share that among, you know, two, three kids. And it's a lot cheaper than getting each of the kids their own meal. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely works a lot easier if your kids aren't super picky. But typically most places have something on the adult menu that even a picky kid will eat. Yeah, absolutely. Especially at places like Flame Tree Barbecue, where our kids love barbecue. They have no problem with it. They also love fries. So you you split that up a little bit. You split that up amongst the entire party and everything is cool. Everything is great. And even adults, you know, get one of those those big type of, you know, dinner plates, you know, with a chicken or barbecue or whatever. You could split a burger and you know, you get you get hungry. You might want to not only save money and split it with a family, but you may also feel inclined to snack and grab some other things that you can split as well. Like another great thing to split would be some of those uh, appetizers, not appetizers, but even stuff around the park. Like every time we go to Germany, we Germany Pavilion, we can split a pretzel, and that's kind of cool. Of course, you have to work this out in advance because sometimes I won't want to split my pretzel. I always try to share my food with Kristen. Kristen will never share her food with me. It's not that I never will. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not good at sharing. If I if I share something with somebody, like you need to think of this as being a really big deal because I don't like to share. I've never liked to share my food ever. So Even here, when I was a so, kid. So here's something for, for you and I. Um, when you, Sometimes you ask me um, when we're there. <laughs> It's like, you know, when we're in line and I'm already ready to like order my big tray of food, whether it's a burger or a big salad or a piece of pizza. It's like, then you say, hey, you want to split something? I'm like, no, I don't want to split it. If you work it out in advance, then you, you can kind of do that. But if I'm if I'm going long, you know, hard at the park, you know, last thing I want to do is split something like a cinnamon roll. I've split it, but I don't like to split it because I love those cinnamon rolls. <laughs> They're so good. All right. Another way you could save money is to pack your meals and snacks. So we've done this before. Sometimes packing your own meal can become a little bit of a disaster because you have to pack, you know, that, um, you know, ice packs and different things to kind of keep lunch meat cold and cheese cold or whatever you want to do. So at your own discretion, I will suggest maybe if you want to pack your meals, bringing them, putting them in a cooler and maybe trying to find the size of the the locker that you can put them in and keep them there and then go back to the locker and get it. It's well worth the time and money. Um, if you do have a large family, snacks are super great. If you you know bring bags of, of chips and, and different things and, and, and sodas to kind of keep. One thing to note, you cannot bring glass into the park. Yeah. There's also restrictions on the size and type of cooler you can bring. That's right. So if you're going to do that, definitely go to the Disney website and look up the facts for that because it would be terrible to bring this big cooler on wheels and get there and Disney not let you in. Because uh, yeah, that's a bummer. 
it's too big. Yeah, and we've seen people bring in luggage before wheeling luggage. It's also frowned upon. Like I, I think it's super not. It's super not cool. Um, but yeah, the the whole like tailgating cooler, you know, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's not not a good thing. But what you could do is everyone could you know pack their little thermal bag, like little lunch bag, and then you know you put it in a backpack with the the frozen you know the ice thing and then the ice packs and put it in a put it in a locker and then you you all can just explore and have a good time and then come back and there you are and that also goes for like starbucks drinks and cans and stuff like that too you can save a lot of money if you prefer to get starbucks drinks like double shots to keep the energy up and just put it in your stroller put it in your bag and not spend money there at the park because it's a lot cheaper to get that at a grocery store oh, yeah. than to spend it at Starbucks, that's for sure. Okay, that's a lot of food thing. Um, <laughs> another thing, Kristen, I'll let you take it here. Okay. Again, <laughs> is, can you tell there's a whole food thing about saving money for food theme? <laughs> <laughs> Have a late lunch. I love this hack. Because if you're dining, especially at the table service restaurants, you will find that the lunch menu may be slightly different than the dinner, but a lot of the menu items are the same, but there is a price difference. Buffets are the same way. Breakfast is less than lunch. Lunch is less than dinner. So if you plan and book your lunch as late as you can into the lunch, the lunch hours, then you're going to be full. <laughs> if you can and that'll care, And that'll carry you through typically will carry you through the rest of the day. You may need to get a snack later, but it will save you money. And of course, the more of you there, there is the more money that is, that adds up to your, in your savings. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. I love this idea. I, I really do like this. We've idea. done it, especially done buffets it. like beer garden where you'll get, you can stuff yourself really full. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all you care to eat. Locations. Okay, well, I stuff myself. <laughs> I do too. Because it's so good. You got to make the best of it, you gang. Hey, that's why we're here. You know, we'll have to do, like, now that buffets are starting to return, we'll have to do our favorite buffets again. I'll be great. But anyway, late lunch is good. Another great hack would be using your Target Red Card um, to get some gift cards. You turned me on to this because we're Target shoppers and we save a lot of money. And I can't tell you... When the last trip we were, went to where we didn't have a bunch of Disney gift cards to use at our trips, which make it super convenient, but we also earn a lot of money back. Oh, well, yeah, because with the, that Target card, you have a 5% uh, cash back thing on that. So mm -hmm. you're saving 5% for each gift card you get. And that that adds up. It saves, saves you. A lot of people will use that card to buy the gift cards. And then when they book their trip with me, they give me the gift cards to pay for it. So they're <laughs> even getting, they're getting that discount on the cost of their whole trip. Yeah. Um, and you, you've you told people about this hack before so that they can save money, which is awesome. Yes. You know. Or people who, especially now that gas prices are back to being extremely high, um, going to, for here, the grocery store is Kroger that has the fuel, fuel plus points. And, it'll do like four times fuel points. So a $25 gift card that you're spending, you get the points as if you spent $100. Well, when you can save a dollar plus 
on your gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, adds that's up. a lot of money right now. That adds, adds up. up really quick. Bet you didn't know you're going to get those hacks from us today, huh? So that's pretty cool. I love that's the wonderful thing about it. And once again, book with Kristen and and help get more hacks um, for that. So that's a free one. And you can thank us by booking your trip with Kristen. That'd be amazing. Okay. The other thing too is where you stay on property can greatly affect how much money you spend at a resort, let alone the Disney resorts in general. And that is booking a standard view room instead of one with a view. There is a difference. There is a difference, right, Kristen? There is. You have rooms that have woods view, water view, pool view, garden view. I mean, there's so many views depending on which resort. And even when you get down to the values, you have a difference between standard or preferred. Now, the preferred is going to get you close to the main main building, but that that's extra money. So it depends. Do you if you don't need that convenience and you're really not planning on spending much time in your room, it's pretty much a place for you to to sleep, shower, you know, and just get ready for your day and you're going to be out all day. Go with the standard view room, mm-hmm. you know? It it definitely can save you money over those preferred rooms. Yeah. Sometimes it can be, you know, like like for value, sometimes it can be $30 a night. And if you're staying for a few nights, that adds up quite a bit. Especially when you look at resort fees. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be sure to do that. Off, uh, off or I guess it's the September trip. Okay, September trips. So- this used to be a really big thing as, what is it, uh, off, um, what, what was the word I'm looking it's, for? I'm having a... Okay, it, I know what you're going to say. It's the Visit Orlando, <laughs> Visit Orlando's Magical Dining Month. And they yeah. do that in September because that's when the kids are going back from school. Uh, yes. And so you have less people visiting because everybody's been out all summer, so they're not taking their kids out of school that early in the school year. 100%. Uh, so those September, if you're taking a trip in September, Magical Dining Month is going on in, in the city of Orlando in several restaurants that are not Disney-owned and operated, but are owned and operated on Disney property are included in those. So like Ravello over at Four Seasons is one of those. Yes. Yes. Be sure to do that. Okay. So this one is more of a flying hack, right? Okay. When you utilize the carry-ons, when you're flying out there, be sure to use your kids on there to avoid added luggage costs. Make sure everybody in the party has got associated luggage. And I think it's what, with Southwest, it's two pieces of luggage per person that you can check on, right? Or is it one? piece of luggage i'd forgotten but regardless i've seen people and families before pay extra to have their extra piece of luggage tacked on without having it tacked on to the kid instead so yeah so one thing to do is when you're looking at the cost of flights and you're trying to figure out what is the best way to go you may see a cheaper rate on an airline like frontier but make sure when you're looking at that, you factor in the cost of your luggage because they make you pay for carry-on as well. And there are a handful of airlines that do that. So you may find out if you're comparing, say, Southwest with Frontier, um, that once you add on those baggage fees, that 
it costs you more to fly on Frontier than it is on Southwest. Mm-hmm. And the airlines that do allow you to have the carry-ons, yeah, utilize the fact that your kids, they technically can have a carry-on. So, you know, don't spend too much money on having to pay for extra bags to be checked if, you know, and it, and it helps if your kids are a little bit older. I mean, it's kind of hard if you have like a three-year-old trying to pull their, their own luggage. Um, so well, yeah. now it depends on your kid. Now, <laughs> our little girl could totally carry her own luggage. She thinks she's a little monkey. So she's like really strong kid. And she thinks she's Captain Marvel having to, to jump up places and carry everything. That's her. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So in Southwest, first bag, second bag is free. At this time of recording, it's the third one that'll cost you 75 bucks. So those those things can add up. So just, you know, plan ahead. Plan ahead is what we're saying. So the next one is one of those things that gets overlooked, I think, by a lot of people, but are very important because you could get headaches. You could have allergies. You could get mommy. Uh, mommy will have to and daddy may have to uh, utilize Band-Aids or something when a little Tummy boo or Jack-Jack Jack has a little, uh, that's right, has a little boo-boo or something. And that is the first aid kit. I think it's really important that you have a little first aid kit with things that you'll need and some other things that you don't think you might need until you get there. Some of that being Band-Aids, Tums, Aspirin, Imodium. You know, you might want to also, you know, sunscreen might belong in that as well as something uh, you'll need. Aloe for sunburns, that's going to be important because the last thing you want to do is pay four times the cost to get something at the resort gift shop. Yes. Those things are very expensive for very little sizes of them. So you definitely want to prepare with those in advance. Sometimes if you don't feel so good and you want to take a break, first aid is located throughout the park and they will give you an opportunity to sit, cool down, have a, have a glass of water and just relax or, you know, work off a stomach, a, t- a stomach ache, a tummy ache or something <laughs> like that. And they'll give you some medication over the counter stuff. But once it's again, it's very limited to what they it's can very give you limited to. what they can give you because, you know, it's one of those places where, so bring your own stuff that you feel comfortable with. Bring stuff that the kids will utilize, um, but I think it's really important to take that on every single trip, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So the other ways that you can save money are getting discounted tickets. For Florida residents, there are discounts that can be had as well as military discounts on resorts, You know, staying at Shades of Green and different things. You can let Kristen know when you're booking your trip about those type of discounts and um, and get the, those well discounted tickets. As well as Disney tickets. Visa. A Disney Visa, mm-hmm. for sure. You can definitely do that. Uh, any other discounted tickets and, and discounts that uh, you can talk about? I am going to say when it comes to discounted tickets, if you are finding online um, places selling you tickets uh, or it says unused days, I Buyer don't recommend doing it because there's only one company out there that I I can think of that I know is legit with their tickets, but there's a lot of scams out there. And we've read very sad stories of people who were taken because they thought they were buying a 10 day park hopper ticket and come to find out it is, it's not a valid ticket. Mm -hmm. And then they're out all that money. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, 
if you go through anything other than Disney or like AAA, Costco travel, anything like that um, is good. But outside of that, be very wary and careful because you don't want to get taken. Yeah. Or just book with Kristen and we'll take care of that. No problem. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Being flexible with your trip dates is also very important because you can take advantage of certain deals and discounts as they become available. And being flexible is important um, in so many different ways. And that's why booking with Kristen, you know, having that flexibility will help you get the best deal if you're able to do so. Um, Kristen, how else is being flexible with your trip dates important? I mean, it, it can save you a lot, a lot of money because like this month, the beginning of the month, you're going to find it's going to be significantly more expensive to go in the next week or so than it is if you wait till the last week of the month in April because school, spring breaks, Easter, um, holidays are huge times for the parks. Lots of people travel around holidays, which means the prices go up. So definitely be flexible uh, if you can. I mean, some people are flexible to, hey, I can go any time in these months or I can go any time of year. When is a good time for me to go? Uh, now, when you have kids, of course, that adds a lot, of, you know, the school schedules, whether you're willing to take your kids in and out of school, play into, play into part. Some parents are all for doing that because it can save them a lot of money. Other people, you know, my parents never would have taken us out of school for vacation. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like we were taught at a very young age that school is like a job. That's my, that was my job as a kid to go to school and learn. Whereas my dad's job was to go and make the money. <laughs> so yeah, my parents wouldn't have been for that, but I know a lot, a lot, and it's way more common than it was when we were growing up. So one of the things that uh, I will mention to you know, as we round out this top 20 list is uh, be sure to pick up device chargers. You want to make sure you have chargers that will power your tablet, your phone. Uh, when you get to the prop property, it's, it's convenient to have one of those little lipstick chargers that'll charge everything, but they are more expensive there, just like memory cards and other things that you might have forgotten. So be sure you take a little checklist of things for your trip readiness, which includes extra chargers, cables for everything, adapters, memory cards for your phone or tablet or what have you, not only to keep the kids entertained, but also to make sure that you are able to capture every single moment you want and uh, take pictures of everything you want. Because some people forget their, you know, their DSLR uh, charger for their battery or their DSLR memory card to, to make really awesome portraits of pictures of their kids. Now, most everybody uses their iPhone or smart device these days, but it can happen. Yeah. So don't forget it. That's really important. And this is one of our favorite hacks, uh, you know, for our Disney trip. And Kristen, I'll let you take it away with this Landry's card business. Yes. Get a Landry's card. The first time we Went to Yak and Yeti, found out it was part of the, the Landry's company, paid the $25 to get the card, but you get a $25 gift card to spend. So you pretty much spend nothing. And there's perks to that because they do have special discounts. Uh, your birthday month, you'll get a $25 gift card um, to spend the, that entire month. 
Um, another thing is if you have a Landry's card and you don't have a reservation, you are the next person to be seated. That's so important, y'all. Because sometimes you can't get a reservation for Yak and Yeti. And we've walked in and been like, you know, ask them how long the wait is and be like, okay, well, we have a Landry's card. Okay, we'll seat you at the next table. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's great. Skip the line hack. I love that. Landry's owns several restaurants on Disney property as well. You know, Rain um, Tree Forest. Rain, uh, yep. Rainforest Cafe. What did I say? Rain Tree Forest. What am I? Oh I don't know. Gosh. Rainforest Cafe <laughs> uh, there in Disney Springs. Of course, Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. Landry's also has some locations <laughs> over there in Disneyland as well. Did you mention T Rex? I uh, didn't mention T Rex, but you T Rex Cafe. <laughs> yes. At, at Disney Springs. Yes. Oh, man. That's awesome. And there's a lot of other places too. I mean, there there are Landry's restaurants all over, like the aquarium, as well as um, Cliff Jumpers. Did I say that right? Claim, uh, claim, oh, jumper. claim, claim jumpers, Cliff Jump, claim jumpers. So there are other different restaurants and things um, that you. Can. The other thing you can do is, as I've hinted to a lot in this top twenty list, is booking your trip with Kristen. With me? With you? <laughs> <laughs> For me? <laughs> you can book your trip with Kristen and save you time and money. Uh, she's got the direct line to Disney as well as Universal and every single cruise line out there, including um, Disney Cruise Line, Carnival Cruise Line, Princess, Celebrity, Royal Caribbean, Royal Caribbean Norwegian, Princess, Viking. Yeah, everything. Yep. So Adventures by Disney as well. So book, booking with Kristen will help save you time and money, as we said at the top of the show. So be sure you do that. Okay. If you're anything like Kristen and myself, your day doesn't get going until you have a cup of coffee. And it, 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 Disney is infamous for what they charge for coffee. Not as infamous as Starbucks or other places, but it is very expensive to get coffee. So what you want to do probably is make coffee and beverages in your room. When So with this coffee hack and making coffee in your room, which is a great way to get the day started, uh, you can also make cocktails in your own room, <laughs> which <laughs> yes, is one of my favorite things to do <laughs> on vacation. A uh, box of wine, what have you, whatever mommy and daddy juice needs to power your day. That's what you need. Uh, enjoy or to vacation. wind down your day. Or to wind down your I day. Don't, I don't know that the box of wine will help char to no, start probably, your day. Probably not. But <laughs> Unless you know, you're ready you, for a nap already. <laughs> well, I'm always ready for a nap. Wind down with a wind down in the box wine in your own resort room. Uh, which is pretty neat. So anyway, <laughs> making coffee in your own room does save time. Now they do have some select things that they can they have for you, Joffrey's coffee and things like that in your room, but uh, and tea as well, depending on what uh, what resort rooms you stay at. But hey, that's something for you right there. All right, this is one of our favorite ones for you, Kristen, to save money. We're we're here at uh, we've got three more in our top twenty list. So go ahead, Kristen. Okay, so plan. For more days. So instead of, if you're going planning on doing like two, three days at Disney, two days at Universal, a day at SeaWorld, something like that. Plan on your trip being just Disney. Um, because this this is true of all of the, the area theme parks. The more days you play, the less cost per day. So it gets a lot more expensive when you're doing like Universal and Disney versus just Disney. The after 
three days, the prices really start to drop per day. So it ends up in the long run costing you less to only do your Disney trip or only do your universal trip instead of doing universal and Disney. There you go. I'm not saying I'm not for doing both. I'm just saying that if the, when it comes to saving money, that's gonna that will make a big impact on your wallet. Yeah, it's amazing how people will call you or email you about trying to save money on their vacation and they don't realize what they're doing is actually adding more cost to their vacation. <laughs> but that's okay. If that's what you want, that's what you'll do. But hey, we're making these suggestions to help We're all about you. saving money today. That's right. We could do one on how to spend money at Disney. Oh, there you go. Yeah, a lot of that is also food-oriented, including uh, how to spend money on <laughs> well, snacks because, versus And that's the thing, drink. because what is one of the major aspects of, of everybody's day? Eating and drinking. You got to. And so that ends up being a very significant part of your vacation costs. Yep. And trip planning. Yeah, yep. this is true. So that's why there's so many of those tips there. This is true. Another great way for you to save money, if you're disciplined enough, you know, I don't judge, is getting a Disney credit card. Not only do you have a really nice credit card that's Disney themed that will bring a smile to your face every time you pull it out of your wallet, at least that's the thought, uh, is also the fact that you can get specials and discounts with that as well and super cool photo opportunities at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Kristen, you want to expand on that? Yeah, the other thing is a lot of times when Disney releases its travel deals, um, historically they have released some of those earlier to Disney Visa card holders than they have the general public. Um, so you can get a day or two advantage that other people don't. Also, they often run specials. Like if you get the Disney gift card after you spend this much money in you know, this many days you get $200. Well, that can help save on your trip, especially if you're going to use the Disney gift card to book your trip. Say it's, you spend a thousand dollars in three months. Well, if you're booking your trip and then that's already going to be more than that, well, then you're going to get 200 bucks. So it, at that case, it's almost like getting a, a discount on your trip when you do that. Um, but you do often, they have specials for, those, including deals for Disney store shopping where you can get free shipping or some kind of special uh, discount. Like this day, it's, you know, Disney Visa cold hard card holder shopping day and you save 25% on all your shopping this day to this day. So. And there you go. There you go. Before we get to our number one, Hack, I do want to also make mention of this other hack, and that is shopping at the Disney discount stores and outlet stores. <laughs> oh, we yes. can't get enough of it, guys. We can't. And it's amazing to see how the outlet stores surrounding the different places at Walt Disney World specifically, um, not not as familiar with, with Anaheim, but with Orlando, the discount stores, the really nice ones that are in some of those outlet malls character really, warehouse character warehouse locations are amazing and people line up straight up before it opens and they're out in the yard as we say back in retail they're 
there are lines that are super long. It's like going into a Disney attraction. And then when checking out, the lines are just as long to check out. Um, I, it didn't used to be that way, but definitely try going there. Avoid weekends if you can. Uh, go earlier in the week, Mondays and Tuesdays if you can. Um, and that's a really great place to check out all kinds of great deal on authentic Disney park merchandise, Disney Cruise Line merchandise, um, and all kinds of great deals there. Also, if you are walking through the store and you see something that you like, go ahead, pick it up. Even if you're thinking you may not want to get it, pick it up because those stores have a lot of people who are flippers that shop. And you may walk past something and go, well, I'll think about it. And you walk around the store and then you come back and all of them are gone because somebody just bought 10 of them. Mm -hmm. So if you see something, pick it up, put it in your basket. And if you change your mind, then you, you put it back, you know, and that's no big deal, but at least that way you'll have it because that has actually happened to me. It happens all the time. So, so yeah. So now I don't, I just hold on to everything I may want to get and just put back everything I don't want (laughs) at At the the end. end. Yeah. There you go. Last hack, last hack. And this is skipping peak or busy seasons. It'll save you some money if you do so. And when I say skip peak or busy seasons, that means the summertime. That means in around any holiday specifically. And there are a lot of people, prices tend to go up during those times because it it is in high demand. You know, it's a a simple law of economics, Kristen. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's high demand, there are going to be higher prices, especially at theme parks and resort stays. So be sure you adhere to that. And try going, you know, after the holidays and not during spring break and not during the summer. Oh, I mean, in July, July 4th is a big time. Um, also, New Year's Eve is another big time. Christmas, Thanksgiving, even the smaller holidays that you may not think people are going to be there, traffic will, will pick up and be more expensive. Mm-hmm. So even things like Memorial Day and Labor Day, those Veterans Day those holidays do bring people because people are out of work or kids are out of school. And so people tend to go around that. They feel better about taking a long weekend and their kid missing a day of school than around missing, you know, more because of the fact that there is already a holiday that falls then. Well, there you have it, everyone. There you have it. Top 10 park hacks that save you money at Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts. Things to kind of think about as you're planning your next trip to the parks. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another edition of the Disney List. Kristen and Al John, of course, here. And we, we once again, thank you so much. Whether you're listening on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com or checking out the podcast wherever podcasts are being offered to you, whatever podcast platform you listen to, Encourage everybody to check out the show archive there at the DisneyList.com and on social media. Leave us five-star reviews as well. You think we deserve it? We'd love to hear back from you. And uh, every little bit helps the podcast algorithm. Subscribe and give us a like today. Kristen, where can people email you to get their free quote and catch you on social media? You can uh, email me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. And then when it comes to anything about Disney food... Check out Dining at Disney.com, Dining at Disney podcast on your favorite platform or on your favorite social media site like Facebook and Instagram. Absolutely. Check me out too on our sister show, Skull Rock Podcast with Dave Bossert. 
award-winning author, of course, Disney animator and filmmaker. We talk about all things Disney, including having special guests like John Musker from The Little Mermaid. Yes. And we're talking about the 30 years of Aladdin that he helped uh, as he was a film writer producer for that. So awesome. Check out Skull Rock Podcast. Don't forget to check out us, you know, Kristen said Dining at Disney too. And uh, feel free to follow me on Instagram at AljonGo. Once again, all of our social media as well is a great, great ways for you to connect with us and let us know what's going on in your Disney world, if you will. Disney list on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Once again, thank you to all our friends, especially Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. In the meantime, my name's Al John. And I'm Kristen. And, and we'll, we'll see, see you real, real soon. soon. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. Skull Rock Podcast, talking all things Disney, with your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. If you'd just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more, the all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughagram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming up Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossert, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com. Kristen Hetzel, co-host of Dining at Disney Podcast. Every week I chat about dining at Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort and Disney Cruise Line with my fellow foodie, Bubba. We also feature restaurants and food reviews, information to help you plan your dining, Disney food news, recipes, and a monthly panel discussion. Visit DiningAtDisney.com and subscribe to Dining at Disney Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. Dining at Disney Podcast, the happiest plate on earth. I'm Al John Go, co-host of the Disney List Podcast, as heard on Sorcerer Radio, as well as Skull Rock Podcast, here with my wife, Kristen. Hello. Hello. You are an earmarked agent who books Disney travel, vacations for people all the time. Give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves. Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over a hundred times. So they've got that knowledge at their hand as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney 
cruise, Disney park trip, adventures by Disney. They can contact me at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com. <laughs>